ESPN Central Texas. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Additional sponsors include Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep Ram, Cooper Complete, Heritage Creamery, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop, and Craig Cherry of the law firm Steckler, Wayne Cochran Cherry. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's Matt Mosley. It is Matt Mosley. It's Friday. It's high school football time in Texas. Week zero is upon us. Oh, this is exciting. Man, these are good times and uh, was ready to get on here today. And I went out and watched some high school football last night. Aaron Sexton's on with me today. He'll have the uh, wrap-up show uh, tonight on the station. That thing usually starts up oh, around 11 o'clock. And uh, Aaron and Lark are going to have all the scores. And as you kind of uh, drive home from whatever game you may be seeing, um, it'll be, uh, that'll be great. It's going to be really, really fun to get all these games going. We're going to get that, that Temple game. Westlake coming into Temple territory. And um, we, had, uh, we had Scott Stewart on the other day. There's some excitement around all of that. And uh, Aaron, let her, give everybody a plug. What time can they start listening to you tonight exactly as you and, and Lark kind of get all those scores going? And then uh, I know you'll have opinions on some of those different games. But even last night, by the way, I got on. You know what I did? I got on, like, uh, online, K-E-O-M uh, 88.5 up in Mesquite because I wanted to hear how the Lake Highlands Wildcats were doing against um, Mesquite Poteet. And then I um, I went over there. I love listening to games on the radio. And Barfield will be on tonight with uh, Coach Tusa doing a Waco game. And, and the Waco Lions will be back in uh, – action i mean this is this is exciting stuff and um i I, this all of this man i get um i just this is the great great time of year so last night aaron oh oh aaron i'm sorry i almost moved right past it give give everybody the information so they can hear you tonight and will this be like you know when, when will you exactly be coming on and then how long will your show go this evening um we will come on Right at the end of Waco High and West Mesquite. So every week, right after the Waco High game ends, the right is immediately after you hear the uh, the uh, end of the uh, Waco High game and the post game. Yeah. Uh, the uh, scoreboard show will start right after that with me and Lark Smith. Okay. All right. Well, I mean, let's at least kind of give a general time. You think that'll probably these games tend to go for a while. We get some great halftime performances. But you think maybe around 10.30, 10.45, does that sound about right to I you? I would say around with a 7 o'clock kick, yeah, uh, 10.30, yeah. All right, let's call it 10.30. And then, of course, listen to listen to Tom. Tom does a great job. Tom Barfield on that play-by-play does an excellent job. And um, we, uh, we love our association over there at Waco High School. And uh, we've had a lot of good friends that went to Waco High School. Uh, Joe Nesbitt, our great friend, president over there uh, at Central National Bank, our presenting sponsor. He's Waco High graduate, and uh, we've got so many people listening in that Central Texas area. I'll tell you what, use the CNC Collision Center text line today. Let us know. If you've got a child in the, uh, like the uh, drill team 
or you got a kid playing some football, or you got a kid in a band, or you got like uh, at Lake Highlands, they call them bellboys. You know, you may have somebody kind of in. Uh, somehow, if you have a kid involved in the Friday night process, you may have a manager on the football team, whatever it is. You may have a JV cheerleader. Uh, you may have a cheer. I've got a cheerleader in my family. And um, we can uh, we can we'll give them a shout-out right here on the CNC Collision Center text line. Let us know. Give us your child's name and what school they're affiliated with. We'll say it right there on the air, 254-662-1660. Again, that's 254-662-1660. Now, at 20 after the hour, we are going to have uh, my buddy Curtis Quillen come on. And uh, Curtis is the news director over there at Channel 6. It's K-E-C-E-N. And, uh, yeah, and uh, he, uh, boy, Nikki does a great job over there. Is that Matt? I think Matt does some big things over there as well. We got a couple of Matts in the uh, area now. Matt Matt Roberts has, uh, uh-oh, uh-oh. I wonder why um, Aaron, now that's interesting. Uh, Aaron, take over for one minute, okay? We got somebody calling in I need to talk to real quick, okay? Update them on what, what games you're going to be paying attention to tonight, all right? Sure. All right, uh, coming up tonight, lots of high school football as it gets kicked off with Week Zero tonight. Right here on ESPN Radio, you can hear Waco High as they take on West Mesquite. Uh, over on our sister stations, Fox Sports 93.9 and 1330, Temple will take on Austin Westlake. You can hear our very own Ward White with the call on that game. And on our other sister station, 104.9, the University Trojans kick off the season tonight uh, against A&M, consolidated with E.P. White on the play-by-play duties for that game. So that's the three games that we will be broadcasting live tonight uh, on our uh, group of stations here. Uh, It's a busy day and a lot of high school football and uh, a lot of choices to listen to. Aaron, thank you. That's why you're so good, and I appreciate you being my uh, my wingman. Uh, sometimes you get like a call, and it was it was it was the ISD that my daughter attends, and I thought, oh gosh. Oh I yeah, you got to answer that. I got to grab that. So <laughs> sorry to sorry to put you on the spot. I thought, oh gosh, what's going on with my daughter? Um, it rarely happens, but occasionally something will happen like that. You're like, you have to become a dad all of a sudden. You're like, what's going on? Is my daughter okay? Everything's fine. Somebody up there just needed to track me down. Uh, but but it, it uh, everything everything is good. All right. Um, it is the Matt Mosley Show. Aaron Sexton was just kind of telling you. Curtis Quillen, uh, sports director over there at Channel 6, Man, they do a good job. Nikki Natarulo, she'll have, uh, she'll be out all over the uh, the different. We've got a lot of the different games that are are are, uh, are being played tonight. They're going to cover some of those, and so we always like uh, Curtis to weigh in on that. We actually have some college football tomorrow. I told you some of those lines yesterday. <laughs> I mean, uh, you got to be a little sick to to start betting on some of those matchups because. Let's just say week zero, if we want to call that in college football, is not much. It's not much to look at. But when we haven't seen college football for so long, other than, hey, what uh, what our Sam Houston Bearcats did, I mean, that was a lot of fun. But it's been a while for the most part since we've seen football. But So I, I kind of get excited about maybe seeing UCLA against whoever. 
I mean, somebody's playing San Jose State, and Nebraska's playing somebody. That is a weird matchup. Why in the world would Nebraska be going to Illinois? Does that even sound right to you, Aaron? I mean, does that doesn't that sound weird to you that Nebraska they're opening the year on the road at Illinois? Does that? It does. I think it's an indication of kind of how far their football program has fallen. Don't you think? Yeah, I'm free. I mean, so. nothing against you know the, the the who they're playing. It's just that that generally doesn't happen with with the big big time programs like that. Yeah, yeah, I, uh, I'm with you on that. I mean, just a, a strange matchup of Big Ten teams. I mean, that is just a very weird way to get get started for a season. And then I think the the game I was talking about was UCLA is playing Hawaii. I think the I think uh, the Fighting Rainbows, or the Rainbow Warriors, whatever we're calling them these days, they uh, they're making the trip over to the mainland. And uh, they're gonna they're gonna be uh, they're gonna be playing UCLA. I think that game's in Pasadena. I want to say there's a 17. I think there's a 17. I think that's a 17 point spread on that game. And I I kind of like that. I kind of like that. I, I mean I really do. I kind of like that for Hawaii. I could see Hawaii covering that. Okay, Aaron, let's take a look at that. I think you and I should probably investigate Hawaii a little be- a little before we get too bogged down in all that now at 340 today we will talk about the news that happened kind of during our show yesterday the Pac-12 has said nope nope sorry we know you guys need help Baylor Tech TCU we we love you guys but uh but game locked game locked we're just going to kind of keep it right here for now and and that is the way it's going to be um, and so at 3:40, we need to talk a little bit about what that means, and then what that means for the Big 12. Like, are they what? What are they going to do now? Is this a time and you have to get straight into expansion? Well, the answer is yes. The answer is absolutely. And you got to get out there and you got to try to expand and do all that. So uh, I think that's going to be fascinating. I do. I, I I had a total thing that I, I thought you would like, Aaron. As we start the day off, I like to do sort of local things and. And uh, things that that our people care about, and that's the numbers. They, they the statewide COVID numbers came out for our schools, and I'm happy to report. I was looking up and down this thing, and all these ISDs across the state. What they've done is put the total number of COVID cases among the schools, and I'm going to take one last look to make sure I didn't miss something. Aaron, I want you to give it a slow clap. It appears that Central Texas, uh, all the ISDs, whether it be Midway, Waco ISD, nobody mentioned we did not make the top 31 in Central Texas. None of our none of our school districts made the top 31. Central Texas doing a great job in the fight against COVID. Now, you might ask, Aaron, Who's leading the state in COVID cases? This is kind of a dubious honor. That would be Conroe ISD. Conroe ISD. And then also we'll stick with kind of that Houston area, Humble, or Humble, however you prefer to say that, Humble is what I've always heard. Humble ISD. Conroe School District, by the way, 1,532 kids. Whoa. Man. I mean, that is some. That's some big-time stuff right there from Conroe. 
1,532. And then, um, and then uh, Umble checks in at 1,044. Fort Bend comes in at 963. And then we get out there to Corpus Christi and Midland. And the first Dallas-Fort Worth school that checks in is Garland ISD with a total of 743. Aaron, let's give a pat on the back to our local school districts out there. China Spring, way to go. La Vega, we love you. Okay, Robinson, way to go, way to go. Love what you're doing out there. Y'all keep up the good work. Now, obviously, part of this is some of these school districts are larger than others, but I still think that's a good sign that um, that Denton ISD, for instance, checked in at number 29. Um, Fort Worth ISD, number 30. I don't think that's bad for that big of a district to be number 30. Um, I would say the, the one that looks uh, Frisco, that's not good. Frisco's up there at number 8 in the land, number 8 in Texas, Frisco ISD. Now, they got a ton of new schools in Frisco. But um, I thought that was interesting. Allen, I thought Collin County would have a huge representation because they've got no mask rules, and they're, and they're basically following what the governor said. And I, I was interested. You know who did not make the top 30, Aaron? That you, I think you'll find this interesting. DISD, Dallas Independent School District. Think about that. The, this, that's a huge school district, okay? Did not even make the top 30. So, I don't know. I don't want to get political. I don't want to make anybody mad. I'm just saying I can tell you the way DISD has handled the pandemic. They chose to mask up, and they did not even make the top 30. But, again, Central Texas, I don't know how much they're masking up, um, and they did not make the top 30. All right, Aaron, you like those numbers? Did you like my my COVID high school breakdown? It's always good, uh, you know, when 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 you hear that the numbers aren't at the top of the list, you know, as far as uh, number of cases with the local yeah. schools. You hope that every school district in the state, you know, uh, ha- has as few as possible, you know. But uh, as you said, it, it, it it's good to hear uh, that locally, you know, that the the school districts are hopefully doing well as far as that's concerned. All right, Aaron, uh, in, in other breaking news, right before we came on the show, and I meant to lead with this, and I kind of forgot for a second. Oh, our man Bryson DeChambeau had like a six-foot putt to shoot a 59 in that BMW. Aaron, look that up for me real quick. I forget where they're playing that tournament, the BMW Championship. While I'm talking about this, will you look that up for me? Uh, or our, is our internet working there at Eminem Broadcasting? BMW Championship. Anyway, he had a six-foot putt to shoot a 59. It would have been the only the 28th all-time in PGA. There's only one golfer. There's only one pro golfer who has two of them, and that's Jim Furyk. He's gone. He's gone in the 50s twice. But uh, DeChambeau had a short, had a fairly short putt to shoot 59, and he missed it, and he shot a 60. And of course, for people, even at those that barely follow golf, DeChambeau's the one who steps up there and hits it a million miles. In fact, he's going to compete in these long drive competitions coming up, and, and we'll see how Bryson does in that because those guys, that's all they do. They're never out there trying to hit 150-yard shots. They're just trying to hit long balls constantly. Now, he loves the long ball. 
What do they say? Chicks love the long ball. <laughs> well, Bryson DeChambeau loves to hit the long ball, and he had a putt to shoot a 59 today. Any 59s over there at Cottonwood? Look out the window right now, uh, Aaron. Does anybody you feel like anybody shoot? You know, maybe going for a 59. I feel like there's somebody out there that has a round in the 70s today. Okay. Now, they're, I hope they're not like my neighbor Ted, who is, as he just turned 70, now he won't tell me his normal score. He said, with my handicap, I shot a 76. <laughs> well, nobody wants to hear that. Nobody cares about that. People want to hear what you really shot. They don't want to hear about, with my handicap, I shot a 78. No, nobody cares about that. All right? And that's what neighbor Ted has started doing. Neighbor Ted has gone to Maine this week, so I have taken over his pool and his whole scene. Um, and uh, some pretty uh, some pretty exciting news. By the way, Aaron, did I mention to you, you might, I think you. I think we did this off air. Tomorrow, if anybody wants to listen to me on Fox National Radio, I'll be on from 4 to 7 Central National Radio. And then, Aaron, there may be a chance, I don't want to jinx this, but uh, let's just say you will be reading me in more places soon. Okay? Mm. There's my tease. You will be reading me. Mosley way more often so very mysterious uh, but very yeah. exciting news <laughs> that's, I, oh wait where's the bm uh where's the bmw championship it is in uh baltimore county maryland it is at uh, the caves valley golf club in baltimore Cali- county maryland you think caves valley's nice don't you feel like ba- that baltimore gets a bad rap even though I love going there for baseball games. That was the first place that really had that throwback kind of ballpark. I love that harbor. I, I don't mind Baltimore. Some people don't, are, are scared of Baltimore. I like Baltimore. That Caves Valley. Let's keep that in mind, Aaron. If we ever go on a trip together, you want to go play that Caves Valley sometime? I, as I said before, unless it's putt-putt, I, I don't yeah. uh, do not do a lot do, of your of answer, anything your answer when involved I in ask golfing. Your answer is to say yes, Mosley. I want to go to Caves Valley with you. All right, um, here's the deal. We've got Curtis Quillen coming up next, one of our local high school experts, Channel 6 fame. He joins us next. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Michael Point. We do have a chance of an isolated shower or isolated thunderstorm early this evening. I do think most high school football games, though, will stay dry. Otherwise, partly cloudy skies and lows dropping to 74 degrees. And tomorrow, partly to mostly cloudy skies, we do have a chance of an afternoon shower or thunderstorm, about a 30% chance, and a high of 92. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. Myatt Fuels should be your first and local choice for high-quality fuel and lubricant. They are Central Texas-owned and operated independent distribution and bulk delivery company. You call, they haul. They deliver on-road diesel, off-road, farm diesel, gasoline, and non-ethanol gasoline. Known for the great pricing and quickest delivery, call Nick, the owner, for all your gasoline delivery needs at 675-8107. That's Myatt Fuels. Call Nick at 675-8107. Or look for Myatt Fuels on Facebook. 
Is your air conditioning system not exactly cooling or heating your house or office like it did when it was new? AC systems weren't built to last forever, especially in our hot and humid Central Texas climate. If your unit is over 10 years old, chances are you're on borrowed time. Polanski Heating and Air offers award-winning customer service and straightforward pricing with no hidden fees or charges. Family owned and operated, call Polanski Heating and Air of Waco today. That's 254-218-3321 for offers and service area. Central Texas horse enthusiasts find a large selection of saddles at Appaloosa Trading Post Rodeo Pond. They feature new and used saddles from names like Billy Cook and Cactus. Plus, they also have a large selection of children's saddles. Trade-ins are welcome, and they offer 90 days same as cash. Text 16118 or 22462 to apply. You'll enjoy one-on-one customer service at Appaloosa Trading Post Rodeo Pond, 3101 North Robinson Drive in Waco. Store hours are Monday through Friday, 10 to 6, and Saturday, 10 till Texas is open for business, and as potential customers re-emerge, now is the time to reach them. Your proud Texas business needs customers, and customers need your products and services. So let Eminem Broadcasters bring you together. Eminem has a variety of specialized radio stations, each designed to reach a specific audience. Advertising grows your business. Email today to info at mmbwaco.com or call 254-772-0930. That's 254-772-0930. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward White with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by Slovakic Sausage and West. The NFL has proposed increasing COVID-19 testing for vaccinated players as cases surge around the country and multiple teams deal with case clusters that have sidelined prominent players and coaches. The league wants to move from testing every 14 days to testing every seven days. Number 24 Utah is named its starting quarterback. Former Bear Charlie Brewer will get the nod when the season opens September 2nd against Weber State. Rangers start a series with the Astros tonight, 7.05 first pitch. High school football on our airwaves tonight. University Trojans at AM Consolidated on Star 104.9. Waco High at West Mesquite on ESPN Central Texas. Both those pregames start at 6.30. And the Temple Wildcats host Austin Westlake on Fox Sports Central Texas. That pregame starts at 7. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. That gets me going right there. A little high school football. You gotta kind of wait till the proper moment here. Kind of thunder. We'll get that, we'll get that going. I did want to remind you because we got Curtis Quillen coming up, sports director, more big TV guy that he is. Uh, it is one of the hottest months of the year. Alan Samuels turning up the heat, making the hottest deals around. The new lineup of Dodge Chrysler, Jeep, and Ram. And I tell you, a guy from the Valley, a guy that's been to Oklahoma State. Uh, he needs to be in one of those 2021 Ram 1500 quad cab Lone Star. Total values up to 6250 or 2.9% for 72 months plus $2,000 bonus cash. That's why Ram truck owners are the most loyal to the brand. That's why Ted Teague and them do such great business out there. All right, it is time to talk to my man Curtis Quillen. And... Uh, Curtis, uh, uh, greetings to you on this zero week of high school football. I mean, is this uh, is this new found fame that you have? I mean, you've always been famous, but now you're the sports director. Uh, does this mean that you have to stay in the studio on nights like tonight, or 
or can you still from time to time get out in the field a little bit? Oh, I will be forcing myself in, into the field every now and then. I just I, I think I might have to stay in the studio for the 10 o'clock, but uh, either way, it's a lot of fun. I mean, it's uh, don't get me wrong, being at the game of the week, some of these atmospheres we go to for our game of the week are just amazing. I mean, when we've done Temple Belton in the past and we've done – you know, uh, Midway Temple and Waco High Temple, just so many amazing games. Just, you know, it's it's not the same in studio, but I will make sure that I get my, my taste of being out in the field because that's the – that's probably the thing I miss most is uh, being out in the field some of these some of these high school football Fridays. We like seeing you live with those coaches before the game, you know, because – that's what they want to be. The, the, the coaches are pretty cool, and, and but some of them, boy, some of them you can tell. They always had their game face on, and you'll do one of those live reports like an hour or two before kickoff. I always loved that. Now, let's go around the area a little bit. This Temple-Westlake game, I mean, that's exciting. When you strap it on with Westlake, that's a 6A state champion, and they're rolling in there. I mean, that's it. This Scott Stewart's a guy, we had him on the other day, and I don't know if you got to hear him, but it's I love how I loved his approach. I said, What about he, this uh what about this uh tour that uh Todd Dodge is on? You know, his this is it for him, man. This is it. Are y'all gonna give him a gift? And and I think Scott Stewart told me we well, yeah, have if they want a gift, they'll have to stop at the store on the way to the stadium. I love Yeah, he's gonna that. make him go to Bucky's. <laughs> <laughs> hey, by That's... the way, what 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 is your go to at Bucky's? I I've got mine. Like if you're making a Bucky stop, uh, and I'm I'm talking I'm not talking about like just for you're going into the news station, you want a big gulp type drink. I know that's Seven Eleven, um, but like if you're on a road trip and you stop in at a Bucky's, what are you picking up? Ooh, man, I've got I've I've gotten it all before. I've hit the kiosk there, gotten a wrap or a, or a, their club is delicious. I've gotten just the pre-made stuff ready to go. The the smoked turkey is my go-to there. Um, if they're done serving like the breakfast burritos, um, the kolaches are one of my favorite things that they have. And then, I mean, 79 cents for a 44 ounce, uh, fountain drink. That's just outrageously cheap. And I will, I will get one of those every single time that I go there. Yeah. I mean, you've become pretty thin from what I've been able to determine. So you may have changed up some of your uh, habits, but, uh, I will say that bohemian garlic jerky is the way I go, and then I'll get some of that sharp uh, or that smoked cheddar, and I like to kind of work on that, get a few slices, or if uh, if they used to kind of have a beef stick that I really liked, a little bit of a spicy beef stick, and I'd put that One of my guilty pleasures they have is their pork tenderloin, like the cup with the pork tenderloin and the the, the cheddar and and the pepper jack with the pretzels and stuff like that. That was and before I lost all the weight, that was one of my guilty pleasures for sure. So I completely understand where you're coming from. Yeah, I tell you, I uh, every once in a while on a late night high school football, you need to kind of get get by there after you've been up in the studio and all of that. Okay, let's get back to football. You got me uh, thinking about all this food. Temple Westlake. I mean, what a battle this this could be. Now, Westlake, everybody's going to – if we were putting a line on this game, I would say probably Westlake is going to be favored by 17 to 21 points. I, I Probably so. But Temple is a proud, proud program. How do you how do you see this one playing out, and, and, and what do you think about this Temple program? You know, I think this Temple program, this is a, this is a measuring stick game, right? I mean, Scott Stewart's a defensive guy. He takes so much pride in that defense, and he's finally got a veteran defense. 
for the first time as a, as a 6A school that he's got a veteran defense, and that's the thing that's going to have to carry the Wildcats this year. Not to say that the offense is going to be bad. Samari Howard's back, and he's electric. But you have the sixth starting quarterback in as many seasons for the Wildcats this year. And that, that lack of consistency has its effect. I mean, the terminology has all stayed the same. The scheme has all stayed the same. But the personnel has, you know, it's been like a revolving door on the offensive end of the, of the field for the Wildcats. And so this defense is where Temple is going to make its hay this, this fall. And they're going to ha- be tested right out of the gate. They're going to figure out what it's going to take to make a run in 6A Division II, Region Two. They're going to figure out what it's going to take to repeat in District 12, 6A this year because – you know, this is arguably the best quarterback in the state of Texas with Quinn Ewers sitting out the season in Kate Klubnick going to Clemson, can can put the ball where he wants it, when he wants it, how he wants it to get there. I mean, this is that's going to be the biggest storyline of this game to me. I understand that the Westlake defense is amazing and it's led by a UMHB alum in Tony Salazar, who is the guy that I would put money on to replace Todd Dodge as head coach there um, on Lake Austin. But this mm. is a it's it's the Temple defense against the Westlake offense that is the most fascinating storyline of this game to me. And I think it's one of those where if, the, if this defense goes out and plays like it's shown it can against teams like Waxahachie, Colleen Shoemaker, Parker Heights, then I think that we could be talking about a very, very close and competitive game. And either way, this is, you know, the beauty of the way the Texas high school football uh, world is, is composed. This game doesn't affect Temple's playoff bracket. It doesn't affect anything of that sort. It has really no bearing on its season other than it is an awesome measuring stick and a great way to figure out where Temple is now and what it needs to do to get further down the road. Yeah, because they ran into Heath. Did you see that Heath score last night? I think it was like 56-49 or something. That, they can put up some flat-out points, and they throw it all oh, around yeah. the yard a little bit. So we'll see because I, I would think I would think that game might have been a good preparation for this, and hopefully they've, they've grown that secondary up a little bit. Okay, uh, other games of note. We're talking to Curtis Quillen, Channel 6 News Director. Man loves to stay in the studio these days. Uh, but I this uh, Lake Belton, Mahia. Now, I was hearing, somebody told me Lake Belton, like, had a million kids come out. Like, that. that is a growing place, and that is going to be a big-time uh, program uh, in, in the coming days. Now, Mahia had that weird stuff going on with their coach. Don't know the whole story. Don't know if I want to know the whole story. But they've got, a, they've got a, an interim coach in there. Um, what do we think about this matchup? I think Aaron Nowell is as good as any any coach in our viewing area. This is a man who's a tremendous high school football coach, and I don't have any reservations about him taking the reins of this Mejia program. Do, now, if I was Mejia ISD, I would rather have just given the reins to him back on April 28th than seven days before or five days before the season starts. But – that's not the that those aren't the cards that they were dealt. This is a Mejia program that is was in a really good position when Frank Sandoval left for West Mesquite. But it, you've got some adversity that you have to overcome. I don't think this game comes down to anything scheme related. I truly don't because the talent's there and it, the attitude is there and these kids know what to do. I think that 
the bottom line in this game for Mejia is how do you deal with adversity? How do you deal with the fact that you're on your fourth head coach in three years? How do you deal with the fact that seven days before kicking this game off, you just lost your head coach? For Lake Belton, it's just weathering the storm. You don't have a single senior on this team. You don't have a single player who has played a down of varsity football on this team. And that's not breaking any news. That's something Brian Cope and his staff would be the first ones to admit to. But they brought really good coordinators in from some big-time 6A districts. And uh, you mentioned that this is an area that's going to be a problem in, in the future. And I think if you look around the athletic program, you can see that. This is a basketball team that competed in its 4A district. Uh, this is a girls' athletic program that made runs in how many different sports. I mean, the the softball team was three was you know one game from the state tournament with only freshmen and sophomores on the rosters. Wow. And wow. it's this is a school that is going to be a problem athletically once it gets seniors on campus next year. This football program wants to get things started the right way, and they want to get it started tonight. Uh, it, it's weathering the storm. Remember. They have seniors. They have guys who've been in the weight room for an extra year uh, compared to you. You just have to make the capitalize on mistakes and limit your own. You have to play like a bunch of seniors as a team without any seniors. That's kind of how I yeah. – that, that's what the keys to this game are for me, and it's a fascinating matchup. Are you sure you don't want to be a coach? I mean, you just started <laughs> sounding like a coach there at the end. Limit those mistakes? My gosh, you've been a – I can tell you've been around a lot of coaches. Uh, that, that's good stuff. You kind of got me fired up. The keys to the game, Curtis Quillen, Channel 6, getting us ready. And, and these are some of the games the uh, Channel 6 is going to have their eye on tonight. Now, this Lorena Franklin game. Now, I, I kind of like the Lorena. I got ties to that school. My mom, that was her first teaching job out there in Lorena. And um, I guess great friends from out there. Uh, and uh, I want to say that was the, the home of the great – was that John Henry back in the day for so. Baylor? Yeah, I think John yeah. Henry came out of Lorena. Whoa, that was a great running back and a great person. Uh, Lorena Franklin, what, what do we should we expect from this one? I think this is one of the best games in the state this week. And actually, if I remember correctly, I want to say John Henry's kid is on this Lorena team. And this mm -hmm. is a – you know, these are two teams that have their eye – on AT&T Stadium this year, and rightfully so. Lorena is the, the reigning District 11 3A Division One champ. Uh, they take up a lot of the oxygen in the room in that district because of the talent that they bring back, because of the, the, the way that they made a run in such a brutal region last year, all the way to the regional semifinals, and that's the third round, I mean, against the team that wound up playing for a state championship in Hallettsville. This is, I mean, for Lorena, it's just picking up where you left off and kind of remembering that sour taste from uh, from the Hallettsville game. Franklin, the slot T is the devil. This is a Franklin team that one point from a state championship with a with a missed extra point being the difference in this in that game. This is a Franklin team on a mission and I'm I I am expecting a knockdown drag out just brawl of a game between one of the most physical spread teams in our in our area and one of just the outright most physical teams in Central Texas. This is an awesome matchup, and I, I cannot – I'm fortunate enough that I'm the one shooting this game for our station, and I cannot wait to get the Leopard Field for that one. Boy, I like that. 
get out there and shoot a little bit. Then you got to hustle back, be in studio. That is the kind of hustle that uh, Curtis Quillen displays. And, uh, Curtis, what is the – give us the rundown. You'll be on that 10 o'clock news tonight. Uh, but as far as, like, scoreboard show and, and catching up on everything, when's the best time to, to get – you know, I, I imagine you'll, you'll have a couple of different hits. We'll have our Friday Night Light show beginning during our 10 o'clock newscast, continuing after 10.30 on our social platforms, the, the 6 News mobile app, KCENTV.com, um, our Facebook and YouTube pages. Uh, our game of the week is where Nikki Latarulo is uh, going to be at this week. She will be Bosqueville at Clifton, which is another it's very similar to a Lorena Franklin-type matchup. Uh, clash of styles, two teams out to prove a point this year. Really excited about that one. Um, and then Matt Lively, our our intrepid new uh, our news and sports reporter, he'll be uh, drawing studio duties alongside myself, and he's doing the the FM ninety three run through Belton. He's starting out at, at Tiger Field for that Lake Belton Mahia game. Then he's going to get to go see Salado and Troy uh, over at UMHB for a little bit before heading over to Central Texas Christian School, where you know they're kind of bringing in a new era against the team that got mm. that they beat for their first playoff win since becoming an eleven man program. Uh, really fun night. We'll have that Temple Westlake game. We'll have the Academy Rogers rivalry renewing, and then we'll have uh, La Vega against uh, Katie Jordan tonight too. Really excited about our slate of games tonight on Friday Night Lights. What did you think about our uh, colleague and friend Matt Roberts? I mean, and also uh, hated rival uh, going over to uh, over to Baylor. I mean, can you imagine just switching sides and? Over there, running interference for the Bears. Can you? I mean, this is a man, you know, who's supposed to be beating down the bushes for news, and now he's <laughs> going to serve as trying to present the best stories possible for the Baylor Bears. I mean, are we? Do we still want to talk to Matt? How do you feel about this? You know, as much as we're supposed to be competitors, Matt Roberts is someone that I've looked up to in this industry, and someone who, when I got when I signed my contract to become sports director, I started asking him for advice. This is someone that. I have an enormous amount of respect for the way he handles his business and uh, there at Fox 44 and somebody who is, he does it the right way and he works his tail off and someone who I've kind of tried to embody a little bit whenever I do my and I I'm super stoked for him that he he's got you know is it sad to see him leave TV absolutely He's got, you know, a beautiful one-year-old daughter and a beautiful family there, and I cannot blame him at all for, you know, getting to spend some more time with it with his family. I'm super, super stoked for him, and uh, you know, I'm sad to see him leave leave TV news because he is one of the good ones. But I'm excited to uh, continue to work with him as he goes to Baylor. I think his real, I think the real bone to pick is for the Tech grads. You got two Tech grads who are defecting to go wear green and gold. Uh, for a living over there at Baylor with Brooke Bednar's at Bay- Baylor Vision and then now Matt Roberts in the Sports Information Office. But super happy for Matt. And, yeah. uh, glad I get to keep working with him. Yeah, if I see him put his guns up ever, it's a, it's on, you know, because I am a <laughs> Baylor Bear. Uh, so we we shall see. And by the way, for anybody who thinks that get, becoming an SID, you get to spend more time with your family, I may have news for Matt. I'm not sure that's how David <laughs> K runs things over there, but okay, uh, may, maybe it will. Maybe it hey, will help with some of those less, late nights. He'll, he'll have he'll have more days without late nights than he would in TV. I'll, I'll okay. give him that. Okay, I was just going to say David K will be calling us both. This is not more time with his family. 
All right, uh, Curtis, good to good to visit with you, and uh, hope to do this every Friday. We'll uh, I'll send you the contract over like I did last year. And we'll see if we can move <laughs> forward. But I, I appreciate you, buddy. Sounds good. Looking forward to it, Matt. Curtis Quillen, Channel Six Sports Director, uh, joining us on the Matt Mosley Show. All right, uh, Aaron, were you ready for us to move on? I, I heard like music earlier. Were you? No, Were you about was, done with that interview? No, what happened? No, I was checking something and made a mistake. <laughs> I was I had thought I had that down in queue and it was just loud and over the air. So my apologies. Hey, you can tell who's on TV. Did you notice Curtis never even he never even broke stride. Such a, honestly, really, that's he such just a professional. Kept moving. Nah, yeah, yeah, didn't even didn't wasn't wasn't like, hey, what's that? I, he just kept I, on going. He realized. I thought literally you were kind of like, you know what? Let's let's move this on, guys. <laughs> no, no, let's, just let's just play a Ward Sports Center. Trying to let's clear some, this. just trying to clear something up and made a mistake. Ah, I, thought I had the let's wrong. Let's iron thing. out these kinks before your before your show tonight. Goodness gracious! If you did that on the Barfield show, you would be a goner. You better be happy. I'm just such a happy-go-lucky character. All right, uh, it is Aaron Sexton next to Matt Mosley. Next, we need to talk about what happened with the Pac-12 yesterday. The Pac-12 has made a decision that impacts the Big 12. Is there survival for the Big 12? We discuss next. Cowboys football 2021. Prescott in the gun. They blitz. Only heard here. Deep ball by Prescott. Man all alone at the goal line. CD Lamb. All season. 43 yards. A touchdown and a touchdown dance. Sunday afternoon, it's your Cowboys and the Jacksonville Jaguars. Live from AT&T Stadium on this Dallas Cowboys radio network station. Don't miss the Cowboys in Jacksonville Sunday at 11 on ESPN Central Texas. All right, since 2014, Waco's leading private club has been the Baylor Club, the epicenter of Waco's civic, social, and business communities right up there inside McLean Stadium. You can take the elevator up or the escalator. I like that escalator because it's sort of a – I just kind of like the, the way, the big entrance. You go up a couple of levels and you walk in. You see a beautiful bar right there on the left. Some of you are good Baptists. You don't want to be near, near that bar. You can walk over there and go to the patio and look out over the beautiful uh, football field there at McLean Stadium, the Anytime Bar and Grill. Members can dine and enjoy relaxed business and social gatherings. And then there's a, uh, a ballroom that can accommodate 750 seated guests. We've had uh, some, uh, some uh, even the Fijis, the old Fijis. That's, I was a Gam there at Baylor, and we got together, had the big pig dinner there. Um, they have some panoramic views of Baylor campus, the Brazos River. Host your next function at the Baylor Club. Now, here's how, if, if you've been thinking about, maybe I ought to get a membership over there. Go there, go over the bar, take some guests, really you know, impress my, my guests. Um, here's, if you wanted to inquire about membership, here's the best way to do it. 254-710-8080, okay? That's 254 710 8080 to make the Baylor Club your home away from home. The Real 
Little Texas Gun Show is back at the Lee Lockwood Library and Museum, benefiting the Scottish Rite Foundation of Texas, Saturday, September 4th and Sunday, September 5th. The Real Texas Gun Show is proud to be a gun show where small mom-and-pop vendors can share the floor with large dealers that buy, sell, and trade firearms. The Real Texas Gun Show at 2801 West Waco Drive at the Lee Lockwood Library and Museum. This gun show is to help raise funds for the Scottish Rite Foundation's many charities in the state of Texas. The Real Texas Gun Show at the Lee Lockwood Library and Museum, Saturday, September 4th and Sunday, September 5th. Your body needs essential nutrients to keep you healthy and feeling good. While these nutrients are found in the food we eat, most adults don't get everything they need through diet alone. That's where Cooper Complete comes in. Visit coopervitaminquiz.com and take the vitamin needs assessment. When you do, you'll not only find the right supplements for you, you'll get 10% off your next purchase. That's coopervitaminquiz.com for 10% off Cooper Complete supplements and the knowledge you need to fill the nutrient gaps left by your diet. In the market for a quality metal building, since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe have helped Central Texas residential and commercial customers with metal building design, panel options, building components, and trim options. Pioneer Steel and Pipe's residential line is energy efficient, offers low maintenance, reduces insurance payments, is impact resistant, and carries up to a 45-year limited warranty. In addition, they can help you find metal building contractors for your project. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, with locations in Waco and Bryan, and at PioneerBoys.com. At CNC Collision Center, they handle any paint or body work job. In fact, they offer a lifetime warranty on any paint and body job they do. But that's not all they do. At CNC, they can take care of all auto repairs. If your AC is on the fritz, let one of the specialists take care of it so you can beat the Texas heat. Need new tires? CNC has what you need and can even install a Rhino bed liner in your pickup. So for all your automotive repair needs, go to CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville. Texas is open for business, and as potential customers re-emerge, now is the time to reach them. Your proud Texas business needs customers, and customers need your products and services. So let Eminem Broadcasters bring you together. Eminem has a variety of specialized radio stations, each designed to reach a specific audience. Advertising grows your business. Email today to info at mmbwaco.com or call 254-772-0930. That's 254-772-0930. Oh yeah, Matt Mosley show. Aaron Sexton alongside. Aaron, do we ever announce the other day? I meant to, I meant for us to do that. The Schmaltz's winner. We do that on Thursdays. You give out those two sandwiches to Schmaltz's. And I think the trivia question was the last time Baylor opened on the road. The answer was SMU. And I think the answer, was it 2000, did it end up being 2014 or 15? 2015. Okay. And yes, we did because we, we, uh, we got a lot of incorrect answers on the text line. Yeah. So I finally went and uh, went to the phones and yeah. the first the first phone caller actually got it right. So we did. Do you remember who it was? Do you remember I, the winner? I don't write offhand. You'd no. have to look it up, wouldn't you? Yeah. yeah. Well, but do, have we contacted them? I mean, do they know to come get their free sandwich coupons? Oh, yeah. Are we good he with actually, them? Okay. He actually uh, called yesterday and said he was on his way, so they're already picked up. That's what matters the most. Are our people happy, and are they eating a Schmaltz's sandwich? Um, I still kind of like that downtown location because that's the one I went to when I was a Baylor student. But but now I kind of it's easier for me to jump out to that that location on off Valley Mills. And, golly, I love that place. 
I really do. That jalapeno bread. Now, what what's your go-to there, Aaron? Do you go with a uh, – because I like that the schmaltz. I do, I too. I also like to try the uh, pastrami. Oh, you go with the schmaltz? Yes, just the regular schmaltz. It's, it's one of the best sandwiches on the planet, and it's what I get every time I go there, and I go there at least – once a month, uh, I said I think I mentioned it before, but I have a standing lunch date with a friend, and we go eat once a month, and that's where we go. And uh, it's also right across the street from my old job, so I used to eat there oh, quite cool. frequently, <laughs> like literally cool. across the street. Is this friend a man or a woman? It's a, it's a woman. Oh, okay. Do you want to say her name on air, or are we going to hold off? No, that's okay. <laughs> just a friend. It really is. It's just a friend. That's I know. How we, you know. I know. I'm not trying to make more of it. I would think. And, I would think uh, she would like to be mentioned on the Matt Mosley show, but we'll keep her private for now. But this is one of Aaron's longtime friends that he meets up there at Schmaltz's. I'd like to. Um, yeah, I'd like to know more about her. But Aaron, for now, is going to kind of keep this thing a little on the quieter side. Uh, it is Mosley and Aaron Sexton rolling along on a Friday. We've got big games coming up. Um, Got big games tonight. That Temple, uh, but boy, that I don't want to overlook that Lorena Franklin. But I mean, did you hear that? I, mean, I think Curtis called that one of the biggest games in the state. And I know our old buddy Simcox is out there listening to us right now. You know, Stephen loves all this high school football. There's a chance, Aaron. You you better watch the door tonight. I could see Stephen trying to force his way. I think he had to turn in his key when he left us. But I could see the young Simcox trying to show up. For the for the midnight run, for the late night coaches show. So you and Lark keep an eye on that door tonight, okay? Will do. Yeah, that's gonna be <laughs> that's gonna be interesting to see. Um, good news yesterday for the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, Dak is back and and throwing out today. The news is he was airing it out a little bit. Had a had about a forty or fifty yard throw. Had a deep ball on a pat and go today, and kind of let it air out. And so. Whatever was ailing him seems to be gone. Now, I think we'll still have to see how he does on that ankle, how he moves around against Tampa. But for now, things are looking pretty good on that front. So Dak looks okay. And then I also want to let you know Malik Hooker, one of the safeties that was out with COVID protocols, has cleared protocols and is was back in practice today. And then Muakamu, who also plays uh, some safety, is back. And he came off COVID protocols today. So we'll kind of kind of keep an eye on all the COVID situation. Um, by the way, Aaron, take a peek at the uh, earlier I gave our people a chance and remind me at the very end of our show if anybody has any shout-outs for uh, football players tonight, drill team, cheerleaders, band members, managers, volleyball players, because volleyball sometimes plays on Friday night as well. Uh, if you've got a kid involved in athletics tonight, or even if they played Thursday night, um, give them give them a shout out. Tell us their name and what school they're with, and we'll give them a shout out on the radio. Uh, that's uh, that's that CNC Collision Center text line two five four six six two sixteen sixty. Now, Aaron, let me know if somebody if somebody chimes in. Okay, will do. Okay, have you been peeking at that thing? I have. I don't want you to forget about the text line, buddy. That is a that's a major. It's too distracting for me. Okay, I can barely stay focused as it is, but you are someone capable of multitasking. So I, I you, I kind of look at that thing throughout the day and take a peek. Now the news that hit yesterday, um, Pac-12 said no, we are not expanding. 
Okay, we thought that was what was going to happen. They're not ready. Could that change? They now the key phraseology they said at this time. Now the, these things could change in a hurry, but basically they're trying to all pat themselves on the back and say, "Oh, look at us. We did something with the ACC, the Big Ten, and we've tried to stop the vibrations." They're using it's like the Beach Boys or something. They're trying to stop the vibrations that were caused by the evil Longhorns and the Sooners. They called up over there, and, and, and the, Greg Sankey it, it basically said at the SEC, and by the way, now they're all saying they forgive Greg Sankey, okay, because what the, the Kleokov says, the Pac-12 commissioner was quoted saying yesterday, hey, I, we probably would have done the th- same thing. We would have listened if Texas and OU had called us. All right, so they, they are let, basically taking Greg Sankey off the hook at the SEC. But right now, there is nothing happening for the Pac-12. There is no safe haven for our Bears. For now, the eight have to stick together, try to hold Texas and OU to their money. Texas and OU, let me just tell you, are going to try to squirm their way out of this thing. They want to be playing in the SEC by not this coming season, but the following season. They would like to be right there in that SEC. And they don't want one of these long, awkward goodbyes. I don't either. I really don't want it. But I don't want to let them off the hook. I don't want to let them just walk for nothing. You better pony up for your $160 million suitors and Longhorns if you're going to leave. Um, so what does the Big 12 do right now? Well, they got to get aggressive. And they've got to get new leadership. And I don't know. I wish. I mean, I bet uh, Mac, you know, usually comes on with me quite a bit. Obviously, he's been very busy. I would like to think that Mac behind closed doors, uh, I, I know the rabble rousers out there in Lubbock are ready for change. They know new leadership in this conference. Whether that's Oliver Luck, who I reported earlier this week, is the new consultant, I don't know. But they're, and this is not, you say, oh, Mosley, you're just doing sa- change for sake of change? No. I mean, I, the, the Big 12 right now, they have failed leadership. All this has got egg all over Bowlesby's face. Aaron agrees with me. This is one area Aaron and I are on the same page. They need new leadership. But it is time to go out and try to at least add. If not, that guy that runs the American Athletic Conference, Oresco, that dude, I'd go poach him. I'd go try to get that dude. Because you know what he's going to try to do? Is he's going to try? He's already tried, basically. He's already tried with some help from some other people, namely ESPN, to maybe try to reach out and get some people to come into his conference. You got to go get some folks. I'm talking about BYU, Memphis, Cincinnati, Boise State. You got to grow. And, and uh, do those teams just do everything in the world for you? In the past, I would hear people say, "Well, that just that's not the TV footprint we need. That's not those aren't those schools don't do much for me." Right now, there is strength in numbers. You have to at least think about it. Or bring back the logo. Hey, Aaron, look real quick, by the way. I just I missed it. I just saw there was breaking news on my – and I didn't get to it quickly enough. Um, okay. Well, anyway, I did love that story, uh, Aaron. Did you? I hope you and Tom will bring this up. Did you hear that, that story from earlier today that the former Patriots quarterback says he believes that rap music is hurting Cam Newton? No, I did not. Wow. <laughs> he said I he he said that I'd turn off the rap music first of all because I think it's distracting for Cam. In between every throw he's dancing. 
He said, Cam can't even listen to rap and dance at practice in peace. Somebody was joking about that. But Zolak was quoted saying, I turned the rap music uh, off, uh, first of all, because I think it's distracting for Cam here, because in between every throw he's dancing. Zolak continued, he can't help himself. God dang. Are we? Oh, my gosh. Oh, my goodness. So, anyway, that's what you don't really want. If you're a... If you're a, a, a 50-something white guy, that's probably not an opinion you want to throw out there. Turn off the rap music. Goodness gracious. What are we doing? All right, Aaron. That's the way we're going to end it today. I want you to have a great night tonight. Aaron, come strong. You and Lark, that's going to be a good show tonight. That'll happen at the end of that Waco game. And, uh, and, and be listening. Barfield does a great job. Play-by-play. Tusa's so good. Coach Tusa, love you, Coach Tusa. What a legend he is. And that'll be a great duo. Uh, and then after that game, you can hear the uh, wrap-up show right here on ESPN Central Texas. Everybody have a great one. We'll talk to you Monday at 3 o'clock. The University Coaches Show with Kent Laster is brought to you by TFNB, your bank for life. Road against AM Consolidated uh, tonight. Uh, tell us about uh, Lee Fedora's football team. Well coached. Um, he's a great coach. Um, I actually know Larry Fedora back when he was at uh, Oklahoma State. I, I got to do some travel camps with Larry and uh, tried to coach against Larry when I was at Middle Tennessee and he was at Florida. But with Coach Lee Fedora, uh, just he's, I mean, look at his track record. He's had tremendous success. Um, his kids are well coached, they're disciplined. He has a great running back. He has a great quarterback. He has a great receiver. Linemen are big. He's got tremendous speed at at the you know the defensive level. Uh, you know, big, strong um, inside linebacker. Um, they're very solid. And, and and here's the deal. I mean, they beat University handedly last year, and so we have to step our game up. So they're a team. You know, they're. They're going to be ready. We're playing there. We're playing a hostile environment. They're ready to go, but we, we feel confident in what we uh, come in the game uh, to do and accomplish, and, uh, you know, we're, we're excited and we're ready. We're ready for the challenge. So uh, we look forward to it, and we're, we'll be leaving here. We'll be out there this afternoon, and uh, we're ready to play in College Station. Coach, the one thing other than winning the football game tonight that you would like to see from your team tonight, what would you like to see? Everything is about how you handle adversity, how you handle uh, – because we know when we do good things, we score, we, you know, we, however the outcome is in a, in a positive manner, that's easy. It's how do we, how do we manage uh, 